Welcome to the Fans Corner Boxing Podcast. I am joined today with co-host Fred Dills. Fred, how are you doing? I'm not too bad, thank you, Harry. Yeah, I'm all right, mate. As I say, the, uh, the snow at the moment in the UK is uh, yeah. very, very, uh, very nice, isn't it? But well, yeah, we've, often. we've waited about four years for this type of snow. Yeah. Flo- flows outside the UK, you, we're not really renowned for our snow, are we? We, we, sure. we rarely get it, and then when we do, it's usually a big disappointment. But this week, we've had about three days. It's kind of yeah. turned a bit now, but, you know, the southeast usually, of England, anyway. Usually never settles, does it? Well, no, it's, but, um, it's, it's either too warm or too wet, but we've had about minus one temperatures, which, wherever you are in the world, could sound like nothing. But here, yeah. it's quite... Yeah, it's quite yeah I know. Well, 100%. So... A little bit about us. Um, we are two massive boxing fans uh, who attend many of the fights and love to talk boxing. Um, Fred, would you like to tell everyone, you know, some of the events yeah. that we've gone to and what your so experiences first, are from that? We first got to know each other in school where we kind of like talked to each other about boxing and stuff. And then we first had this plan to go and watch Billy Joe Saunders versus Mai Murray. Thank God. I can't remember I where it was it was at the O2, I believe the fight got cancelled. Yeah. I, th- I, pr- I, th- I think someone's got injured or something. Mm. But, yeah. What, what year was this? Was it 2017? 2017, 2018, I think. I yeah. think. Yeah, that sounds about right. But So that obviously got cancelled. But from that, we decided to go to our first weigh-in, which was David A, Tony Billiou 2, I believe. Yeah, yeah the O2 in the go. Yeah, and that, that was some experience, wasn't it? You know, meeting all... Kind of being in, in the atmosphere of the boxing world for the first time was some experience. Oh, mate. I think you'd agree. Mate, I loved it. It was it was amazing, you know, just like you know, just everything about it was just just even it's weighing, you know what I mean? Like mm, yeah. Um, it's, it was it was just really, really good. That's 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 one of the things that stood you know, this this isn't no big fight, it's literally just a weighing, and yet the crowds yeah. it brought the atmosphere. Kind of people that were down there just for a waiting was amazing, and it, it kind yeah, of know, it just spurred my interest to go into more weigh-ins as we go along. Oh, without that, I mean, you know, it's a big fight, and you know, it was all sold out. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, obviously, it wasn't a seat that hadn't been filled inside that, you know, the indigo a uh, little bit yeah. at the O2. But well, we had to yeah, queue for how, how long was it? We yeah, were there a good hour or two. Yeah, well, we got there yeah. early, didn't we? And mm. then even being there early, we still we still were queuing there for about half an hour. Yeah. Um, met, 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 who was it? Johnny Nelson beforehand? With the Sky Broadcast yeah, outside? Yeah, Johnny, yeah, Johnny Nelson walked past us and asked us a few like, obviously questions about who's going to win and that. And yeah, no, it was... It was it, it was the whole kind of atmosphere of being there which just enthralled me oh, as a boxer. I'd say that was my last four. It was definitely my first experience. And it was yeah, just no, so, so kind of good to feel part of it. Know, that, that know. you had different people down the line talking, chatting about who's going to win, fights coming up, and you really felt part of a community when you're down there, and that kind of that definitely spurred both our interests on as we went ahead. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, um, obviously, one thing that interested me as well was, um, you know, seeing the behind the scene. You know, when Sky Sports are doing their, um, you know, their interviews with fighters and stuff mm. like that. It's, I don't know, like, but just watching it behind the scenes happen, it just, it, you know, yeah. that fascinated me a bit, you know. We see we um, see how much work actually goes into these events, how much equipment, yeah. 
how much personality exactly. security. Uh, yeah, it's, re- it's really some experience, and to anyone who hasn't been to away and before, I maybe highly recommend it. Yeah, if if you are a boxing fan, you'll love it. You know, even if yeah. it's not that big of a fight, it's just such a good experience. Yeah, and then the first fight we went to was White versus Chisora two, wasn't it? The R two, yeah. and that was that was another amazing experience. Um, yeah, that that was kind of the atmosphere sold out. Two mm. Brits going to war. Just it was tough. Who, who was you going? For? You was going for Chisora, weren't you? No, I, I I always said White was going to win. Right? I always I always said I White was going to win. Because that was um, that was the problem with that fight. I felt like we both it was complete 50 complete fifty yeah, fifty at the time. We didn't have a favorite either, but it's no. who we wanted to. No, I mean, I still don't really. You know, I like White and Chisora as much as you know both of each mm. other. But you know, I think White showed his you know world class. Um, yeah, he kind of stepped, he stepped away from that domestic level. And, Pushed himself yeah. into oh, world without a doubt. Yeah, that that was the fight that he pushed himself. You know, obviously he had the Joshua fight and whatever, and it, you know he, he, he was big to bounce back from that. But yeah, I believe that was the fight that maybe you know pushed him into the world picture, and um, mm-hmm. you know maybe he can go on to claim a world title in the future. Well, hopefully, it, but White Fetkin's come up in a few weeks, so yeah, exactly. That'll if, be if he does manage watch. to. Get payback as such. Where does he go that from there? I honestly think that's that is a massive fight in his career. I think that is either you know, if he wins that, he's in back in the picture. But if he's not, he, I think his career's in jeopardy. To be honest with you, I think there's a lot of pressure on him um, with that that whole situation. But okay. so on the on the heavyweight topic, for I'm going to ask you your opinion on Fury versus Anthony Joshua. Just an amazing fight that's going to be made. Hopefully, made. I genuinely believe that this will be the big, one of the biggest fights of our lifetime. I, th- I think I, so I, as well. I don't think that's any kind of understatement. Like, no, was that theory, yeah. You know, he's been around the boxing world for a good while. Um, yeah, and he's kind of finally. I feel like the Klitschko fight. You know, it was a big fight for him, and he did go um, to that extra level, but. Since he'd come back and beaten Wilder, it, it kind of, especially for, for us, us British fans, it just makes his fight even bigger and bigger. Especially the way that they're both being promoted, not just in the UK but worldwide now. Oh yeah, they're so superstars. It, mm. it just it, it it reminds me. It just reminds me of a um a very much you know the eighties nineties heavyweight division when you had people like Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis. Uh, Van der Holyfield. It just this, you know, the fight, this t- type of fight, you know, just reminds me. Not so much because there's so many heavyweights, you know, of that caliber in in the division at the moment, but just that fight. It just reminds me of you know, you know, of them. You know, it's hard. It's hard to describe what I'm trying to get at, but it just yeah. reminds me of those times. You know, Lennox Lewis. I think it was Lennox Lewis and Frank. I think it was Frank Lewis and Frank Bruno, and they fought, and you know. It kind of takes back to them days, you know, where, you know, two people are just literally, you know, putting everything they've got on the line, you know, doing it for the fans, not just doing it for the money. You know, obviously there's going to be a load of money involved in it, but giving the fans what they want and, you know, but I do think Fury will pull through and get, I, I don't know whether it'll be a knockout or it'll be points, but I think Fury will do it. I, I just think he's he's too clever and too fast for AJ. I, I, I really do think. 
Yeah, it, it, it really is kind of a tricky fight to call because you got this kind of unbelievably agile striker in Fury who is kind of he's he's almost like the it's hard the Usyk of the heavyweights. He's the Lomachenko of the heavyweights. He can evade mm-hmm. punches like these lightweights. And he, he's got yeah, that yeah. kind of knack where he, he has that quality. But Joshua, I feel like he's just almost this robot who will just punch and punch for so long and can is so accurate and so powerful with it that he is just some kind of mega monster that will cause anyone on their day problems. So it really oh, is tough to call. You've seen it numerous times, haven't you? Always, mm. you know, recently against Pulev, you know, Pulev was going into that fight thinking he was going to do damage and you know, he was he was showing off, you know, poking his tongue out when AJ him with his hardest shots, but yeah, you can't. It's 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 it is hard fight to call, but I just just think Fury's built differently. You know, he's tight. You know, obviously, some argue that Wilder was, you know, is a a more ferocious and hard hitting puncher than you know Anthony Joshua, but you know, Fury took his best shots yet. He, you know, if you got knocked down and got straight back up from that, that you know, that punch that we will never know how he got up from uh, in that first wild, uh, Wilder fight with them two. But it's, you know, it is, it's, it's, it's a hard one to call. But if I have to lead to one side, it's got to be for Fury, 100%. I don't know. I, I don't know why, but I'm getting this feeling that the Joshua kind of train could win this fight. And I believe that say he's got past that Ruiz disappointment but up until then he looked so good he's obviously his toughest fight kind of arguably was the Klitschko one where he's facing this you know experienced yeah. unbelievable fighter but he's kind of got through all these challenges and now he's finally against Fury and I feel like the only Wilder versus Fury was very much a can Fury evade Wilder's punches for 12 rounds that's pretty much what it was. And then he ended up knocking him out and his game plan at that time was on point. Do I believe that would work against Joshua as well as it did against Deontay? Not really. I think Joshua's a much no. better boxer. And I feel like it, we, we're going to see a much more even fight where Fury isn't going to just be swung at for so many rounds and just completely uh, out-punch and out-box his opponent. Joshua's going to give him a good fight on that level while was also causing him trouble with the power of his punches. So I think people are... I've seen around the kind of boxing world that people, I feel, are a bit underestimating Joshua and saying, you know, Fury's undefeated, therefore he's got to win. I believe that Joshua has kind of got that pedigree to cause Fury problems and arguably I think he'll win the first fight. Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly think it will be, you know, a game of chess, you know, definitely a mental game. But you know, we've uh, we've got to see how it how it will you know pan out on the night. Let's see, everyone can be talking about all this and that, but we'll have to wait until the night. Well, flip side of the coin, um, there's been a new bit. Well, it's been in the work, you know, the works for months now. Uh, will take like years, I'd say. Um, Interactive have bought in um, a long-awaited uh, boxing game called uh, Esports Boxing Club. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know about you, but you know, the old the old fight night games, you know, on on the three sixty and you know, yeah. the PS2. Yeah. I, 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 I love to play, and it, it's been it's been definitely a 
a you know a sport that's been crying out for a game like that. You know, um, it's, I just okay, think I'll, it's I'll brilliant a, what they're doing. I really hope we can. Yeah, I'll make a bit of a, what's the word? I, I suppose, a bit of a shocking thing. I've never played uh, any boxing game. No, I, I played the UFC. But yeah, I, I think I, I was just, I just missed out on that kind of fight. I never ended up getting fight night. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I mean, but I, I you know, I've, I'm looking forward to seeing what it's, you know, got because, you know, they've got a lot of people on on the roster, the game roster in that. So, you know, mm. I wouldn't mind try, you know, trying it out and seeing what it's about because, you know, I'm not obviously, you know, I'm not this, uh, you know, this uh, bloke who sits in the room all day and plays games, but like, you yeah. know, I like, you know, I'd love to try out and see what it's like because it's, you know, from playing, you know, all the fights on the 360, I want to see, you know, how, especially with all the graphics and that these days, you know, how much better it is on, you know, on the PS4 and that and see what all the mechanics and that. But, yeah, no, I, that is something it I, is. I, I feel like the boxing to. world have been crying out for something like this. You know, we've had the UFC. UFC's yeah. been kind of stealing the fighting video game world at the moment, hasn't it? With its yeah. And then games are enjoyable, but... Sometimes when you're online and you're facing the opponent, it just takes you down straight away and got to come out of submission. It's not as fun. And nah, yeah, with boxing, yeah, especially when we're boxing fans, you know, it's much better to just oh, have fun with our boxing fights. And say if kind of the hype lives up to it, it should be a real good content um, yeah. game that they publish. Definitely. So, I saw Ricky Atten. Uh, posted something yeah, about he's, it, yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, I see that he's on it. I don't know why they're scanning him on it, but mm. you know, suppose it is another fighter in it. But yeah, yeah, no, it, it does definitely look good. So um, this weekend, you've got Warrington versus Lara. A um, couple of good fights in the card. You've got Reese Mould versus uh, Lee Wood, the British featherweight title, yeah. and uh, Zelfa Barrett versus Kiko Martinez for the IBS Intercontinental title. Mm. Um, I think there's some pretty good matchups on the undercard. Um, I personally think Barrett beats well, Kiko Martinez. Barrett's a very, very talented boxer, and he's yeah. kind of been tipped to get to the top. But he came, he came a bit undone. Who did he come undone against? It, it, was, it was quite recent. I remember he. Yeah, he's, he, I obviously said there was a loss in his record. Um, I can't Didn't he used to be under um, Frank Warren's? Oh, I thought you were about oh who he lost to. Oh, um, yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember seeing him beat here a couple of times. Yeah. Mm. Um, now he's not obviously over to Matcham, but I feel it'll be a big test because that, you know, uh, Kiko Martinez is. I did look at his record prior, you know, to uh, doing his podcast, and he's mm. he's got forty odd wins and only nine losses. So, yeah, mate, you know, I've looked. Obviously, it could be all journeyman his fault, but. Mm. You, you know, with someone like that record, you know, you, you can't you can't oh, yeah. just sit there and think, oh, I won this. But, but he, uh, it's, it's just about kind of pumping up them wins. Say he's still oh, young. Yeah. He's, 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 well, 27, but in the boxing world, you're probably not going to, unless you're a real prodigy and you know, one best, you're probably not going to be reaching that world stage no. level till 30s odds. So he's still he's young at 27. Face. He's only faced uh, lost one game. Um, fight, sorry. And he has got some good wins on his record, like Leon Woodstock, who's fighting. He's fighting on a BT Sport card, I think, against Cassidy. 
Is it um, for the British title? Yeah, I think yeah, I yeah, yeah. I believe I saw that the other day. So you know, he, he, I, I think he is a good level fighter. If he can obviously under Matchroom keep these wins going, maybe expand his image into the well, the, the American audience. Maybe he could he could get to the very yeah. top. I mean, for the British featherweight title, I've you know I've not seen too much of either fight. I know uh, Reese Mould is uh, is undefeated. Um, Thirteen low, he is. Um, don't know too much about Lee Wood. Uh, I see his record. I think he's got one or two losses on his record. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think I'm by the looks of it, two you know young-ish up-and-coming fighters. You know, fighting out for the best. You know, best prize in British. You know, boxing really um, for the British mm-hmm. white title. So I think that will certainly be a um, an interesting fight. But I know your prediction on the big one, Warrington versus Lara. What, what, do you, what do you what do you reckon? I think I think you'd be rare to find a man who'd vote against Warrington in this fight. No, you know, Lara, he, he, Warrington's kind of getting in that you know pound for pound rankings, and Lara. I mean, as a British fan, he's not really known over here as much. No, as I don't really ones. know too much about. Him. I like to be um, research on him. But from watching Josh Warrington, you know he's a real talented fighter, and he's kind oh, of. Well, He's especially showed that against Carl Frampton that he is at that world level. Um, and obviously an undefeated record just adds to that stature. And it, it could be a big year for him, you know. If he wins this, he then prob- might go to fight that Kanshu, the Chinese boxer, who's yeah. making a name for himself in America now. And I feel like that would be a big old fight if he can get that done. And this, this one would kind of just get him back in the swing of things, get him built up, and then he'll get into that super fight in the summer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I pretty much same thing as you, really. For me, you know, Warrington is, is an unbelievable fighter, and you know, it's sky's the limit for him at the moment. But it's just only a matter of time before he starts fighting. You know, the bigger, you know, the bigger guns. I mean, I, I, I personally think, you know, maybe this is, you know, just a fight just to get him out there and you know, get another win under his. Uh, well, it, his, um, did he fight? Last year, under the COVID stuff, I think um, no, he didn't. I think he, I think he was meant to fight last year. Um, but, but his last fight was in 2019. So you know, it has been a big, big, a long time since he kind of fight. So I, I, I'm not surprised that he's been put up against his opponent, who isn't obviously a journeyman, but it's kind of someone to just tick off that record, get yeah, his no, body flow, get it's that kind of feeling yeah. of a fight night back into him, and then he'll go ahead yeah. and summon. For sure, that'll be a. Totally We've also had the bit about Kid Galahad, and he obviously just went and has had to relinquish his IBF belt, hasn't he? Um, yeah, he's had to yeah vacate that. Yeah, after he refused to defend against Kid Galahad to get them signed the super fights. What were your thoughts on that? Did you kind of feel like he should have done that? Obviously, Kid Galahad wants the rematch after he believed that he should have won that fight. But now, I mean, Kid Galahad's fighting. Um, there's, there's a scouse boxer. I'm not, not too sure on his name. Let me see if I can quickly get up. Is he the um, MTK fighter? I believe so. I know he's um, promoted uh, by Chinese. Uh, Jazz, is it Jazz Dickens? Yeah, that's him. That is him. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, no, that'll I mean, be a big domestic fight coming up for him. But my, I mean, my opinion on that, I mean, you know, I reckon that fight will be a good fight to be made for the, you know, the mandatory, uh, the IBF mandatory. But, you know, I just, I think there's too many belts in boxing, you know. Oh, yeah. 
I just I just don't you know kind of going off the question of it it's just this is one thing why it does wind me up about boxing is that you've got so many titles for different fighters you know they I I personally believe you know there there should be um you know there should be you know one title across each division so you know you know the best of the best you know what I mean mm. but that will be uh, something uh, that we will obviously touch in more detail in, you know, in a, in another uh, another podcast. Yeah, just, just to touch on that, I've kind of always been a big fan of the UFC way they do it. I know it's obviously yeah. very on my way, but to kind of have, I feel like the the hype you get into to put into these big bigger fights when you have one division and one champion, because sometimes you 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 do get champions in boxing that you think, how did they kind of get there? Like Charles Martin, for example, when Anthony Joshua yeah, found him. How did he ever get to that? He was, he was dreadful. And he yeah. kind of got there for no real good reason. And Joshua, who, you know, obviously has turned out to be one of the greatest heavyweights now, but he, he at that young age, he totally tore him apart in, what was it? It was only a few rounds, wasn't it? So it kind of just shows yeah. what kind of pedigree you need and I feel like when we're talking about Champions League should, they should be the best of the best there should be no one oh, else right. there they should have they should be given that kind of um, reputation of they are the best in the division yeah. rather than say what we have with Joshua and Fury who both just, just believe they're kind of the best fighter the A side when in fact yeah. you've both got belts the only way to sort that out is to have a fight but a lot of the time say Terence Crawford and Errol Spence for example they're quite in a vocal war about who's the kind of best fighter right now, but they won't fight each other because of promoter issues and yeah. they're going to just keep really on like doing the mandatories and thing. just keep on putting numbers on their record. So, um, last week, Derek Chisora put up a post about, you know, a, well, it was a fight post with him and Joseph Parker and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that fight was rescheduled uh, to be on uh, sorry first scheduled to be on the um, Regis Progre Josh Taylor um, on the card at the O2 but wasn't didn't Parker get bit by a spider I'm pretty I, I, sure I it, was, it was one of them crazy stories wasn't it that yeah he, he got bit by a spider and he, he it was yeah and he couldn't he couldn't train so he had to drop out but yeah um that potentially looks like it's going to happen after Parker fights. Um, who is he fighting? Junior uh, something Fah, is it? That's I it. Fah. Yeah, I can't remember the name. That yeah. I think. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, when's that? I think that's meant to be happening in the next. You know, within the next month. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, well, so, think, what are your he, thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on that? Because obviously in New Zealand right now. Almost no COVID issues. So oh, no, yeah, they've got no issue. They've got. I, th- yeah. I think what they've done is just pick the one of the best new, uh, other New Zealand kind of heavyweights out there. Yeah. So that he can kind of Living get that, back into yeah, the there, swing they? of things. Oh yeah. <laughs> Living the imagine what stuck in our house yeah. over here and there just festivals uh, going. Ah, oh, it's a dream. That's a, that's another story. Won't <laughs> oh, no. get too depressive so, on this story. Oh, no. <laughs> So what's your what, what's what's your opinion on that whole fight? You know, obviously, you know, for me, you know, Chisora, he's, I think personally, he's a he's a bit washed out now, and you know, it, mm. it'll only be a matter of time before he, you know does retire. But you can't write him off, you know. Again, yeah. Charles Parker, he, he, some could say he's, you know, although he lost to Dylan White, you know, 
he still proved he could be in the ring with Dylan White and he still gave mm. a decent fight. You know, I remember at the He's end never really that. reached what he was expected to do. I've always thought that about Oh, no, no. Well, no, he, definitely. He, he kind of come up with the, you know, Joshua Wilder fury kind of lot. And it was almost like the four, the four threat between them. There'll be a big kind of division. But then when Parker kind of fought Joshua, that kind of died off. I felt yeah. he kind of just got showed up that he's not at this level. Yeah. Um, and then since then, he's kind of obviously got another fight against Wyatt. That didn't go too well for him. But <laughs> he, I think he's still young. You know, he, he's shown that he's got decent boxing ability, whether, whether it's not kind of as much power as you need or as much kind of ability as maybe right now. Because when you think heavyweight boxing is right now, I believe, at one of its peaks, We've got Joshua, Wilder is a third. When you, in any other decade, Wilder would be probably one of the greatest fighters. But now he's yeah, third mean, fiddle because of... I know. He's, I mean, I think it's the best since, you know, the Mike Tyson era, you know, when it, you know, all the fights with you know, Mike Tyson and Nick Lewis. As I previously touched, you know, Evander Holyfield, Riddick Bowe, you know, mm. that, that sort of, um, you know, that sort of, Era um, that class, um, so I think I definitely think it's been the best since then because before before Joshua came into the picture, and you know all the other fighters around him coming to the picture, you know it was just Klitschko, oh Klitschko, Klitschko, win, 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 win. It was he, he was just knocking people over left, right, and it just wasn't fun to watch. You know, I know that Klitschko, you know, he was such a good fighter, but it just yeah. you know it just wasn't. Good. The greatest, no. it, wasn't, it wasn't it was almost like, outcome. Yeah, him and his brother reigned yeah, so long, and they were never going to fight each other. So it was a bit like I think like that was kind of it. It was almost yeah. a, it was almost like put it down the expectations for this new wave of heavyweights to come up and take over. Yeah, and now now there's so much excitement around the boxing world because of them. Because when you think the yeah. heavyweights are always the ones. As much as you know, boxing is a big sport. If you've got this big heavyweight battle, that'll no, always yes. get the casual draws in, won't it? Pay for your yeah. buys always go up because of it. Definitely so for boxing as a whole to have the heavyweight division thriving yeah. as it is is a massive positive. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Well, that's uh, that's all we've uh, got time for for this this podcast. Um, Hope you all enjoyed it and be sure to let us know um, your opinions in the comments down below. And uh, thank you for listening to The Fans Corner.